All right. Beckman Unleashed podcast number 32. We are live. Here's what we're going to do today. I'm going to go off a little bit. You might have to tamp me down a bit. I'm going to go off on weak dog owners, weak trainers, weak um, parents. This week has been an interesting week for me because of I've seen some examples and I see many examples of this in society, weak parenting in my own life and what I see, weak dog ownership. I see that every week, all the time. We're also going to talk about Jason Corey did a video on my last video. It's going to drop tomorrow. We're going to show that to you. You can just see like a teaser. He's a big YouTube guy. He comments on my, he's a fan, if I want to say that, and I'm a fan of his. So we're going to do that. And then also in irony of all ironies, if you've been following this podcast, you know my aversion to fighting homeless people. I got in a fight with a homeless person you this couldn't week. Stay away. Couldn't which is insane and is a crazy story. Then I got in a some in a weird argument with the cop, which is also just odd. And I have a lot of opinions on that. And I fully I wasn't the main fighter in this. I helped a guy fight a homeless guy, and you, it was out of control. Jump him or what? He jumped this guy. It was crazy. So, but first, here's what I'm going to say. There is so much weakness in ownership of dogs that it's kind of coming to a head a little bit in my mind. And for years, I have been very um, um, put the ownership on the dog. I did it last week and I still do. I, I, I understanding that dogs can be very difficult. I've had so many clients that have struggled with dogs, capable people, and they don't know what to do. But I'm getting to the point where I'm like, how about and you said it last week to a degree. How about you just fix the problem? It's not rocket science. Be the leader of your home, man or woman. Run your house when your children are completely out of line. They're bullying other children. You take them and you go, how about you bully me, 15-year-old boy? Bully me. How about... How about we start taking control of this nonsense in society of weak men to a degree, weak women as parents and dog owners. I want to go into someone's home. I don't do a lot of in-homes anymore. And this can happen at my facility, obviously, but it's a little, I want to walk into someone's home and have their 70 pound lab launch itself at me happily intact lab launch itself at me. And this happened so many times. And I, instead of dealing with it, I want to look at the owner and go, do, do something about this. And well, I know what they'll do because I've seen it. They'll grab the dog and they'll back the dog up and then they look at me and their dog's lunging and they're looking at me going, what should I do? And I'm going to not tell them what to do. I'm going to go, just do something about this. And they're going to go, well, I don't want to, I don't want to be mean to the dog. No, no, do something about this. I'm not going to tell, I'm, I'm, I'm a little over like You're explaining right every little, how about you just be a strong person who does something? It's not rocket science. Deuce, your unneutered dog is launching itself, not aggressively, launching and hitting your guests. Do something. Okay, you don't know what to do. I can tell you right the second what to do. I almost don't even want to do it on this podcast. Just, just try. Just try something. something. Do something. Yeah. Not hold the dog back. Do something. Have you heard the um, 
saying the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I've heard it. Yeah. So it reminds me a bit of the little scuffle that you got into with the homeless guy. Just that if you, if you trace that back, right, what, what was, it was probably a lot of coddling and a lot of BS that went on that created somebody who is eventually going to mess with people in the street that they don't know and end up creating an altercation because probably that person didn't take responsibility and somebody allowed unacceptable behavior to be acceptable, right? Yeah. And then eventually now it's spilling out into your life and other people in the community's life because people didn't just say, hey, enough. Enough when they're children or even society. Anytime, right? Anytime. So let, yes. And I'm going to get into the homeless fight because that is a similar thing, okay, to this. But I am getting, I just, I I just want dog ownership and parents. I I had a situation this week that I can't get into a tremendous amount with one of my kids, with another kid. And I I can't get into the details of it. And I dealt with it in the perfect way. I didn't tell you about this. I called you after the homeless thing. So the boy or girl, one of your boys or one of your girls? The girl. Okay. And another another kid, well, I don't have one girl. So, so, and another kid and I, and I dealt with it in the perfect way. I just, I'm just, I'd want to literally ask weak parents who can't control their children, their adult, their 14 year old. It's one thing if your two year old freaks out in target, right? We've all dealt with that. It's another thing. If you warn your kid, don't do this. And then they just keep doing it. I'm curious what that's like as a parent to be so such a bad word. I think the thing is though, Joel, I'm really curious. You're asking these questions, but unfortunately you're barking up the wrong tree because this is the pod and, this and the is pod knows just what's a up. bunch of solid ass people. Well, go forth pod yes, into like society. Yes. And did someone say that? Yeah. Go forth and spread the message that, that young men and dogs, they are, they are, if, if my son did what this boy did, and I said, "Hey, hey, you can't do that." Okay, you can't. Let's say it's let's say it's bullying. Okay, which it was kind of a similar thing to that bullying. Mm-hmm. And I go, I looked at my son. I go, "If you don't ever do that again, look at me. Don't ever do that again." And my son did that again, bro. This is being recorded. Just so you know, it wouldn't be anything physical. It would, just it be would be a come. To I Jesus. would look. It would be. It would be, and it wouldn't be taking the phone away and it wouldn't be physical. It would be a way that I approached him and a way that I stared at him in the eye and the way it, it would be all it's attitude the, the intensity. and the intensity of it where he would go, oh, oh yeah, this is I, I, I kind of didn't know that that guy, my dad was capable of of that intensity, I would, I would hate as a young boy to see that intensity up one notch. I would really not like to see that. That's what, if they cross this line, you're going to let your, your boy, your 14 year old boy, bully boys, bully girls. What the, you're going to let that happen. You're going to know it's happening and then go, I'm going to take your e-bike away. You know, the issue too, though, is this, I'm going to take your phone away for three hours. What? 
No, it's it's all about being bro too soft across the board. I'm not some tough guy. You know this. I know this. But like there, I think it's the dogs and like the way of looking at him and and just carrying yourself away around 20 dogs. I don't have 20 dogs. 10 dogs in my facility all the time of like walking around and these dogs going like, this guy carries himself well. And I've just rehearsed it maybe. I don't know, but I'm over it. And sorry, I haven't let you talk. Yeah, no, I think that's good. I think it's... I'm not letting this boil nonsense over. happen, dude. Things boil over. Um, but ultimately, you got to allow... I mean, you can't accept things that are unacceptable. So if, if somebody's out of line, like I think about the intensity piece because you know, having three kids and then especially young ones where you want to go, oh, can you go to bed, please? Or I know you were refusing to go to bed, but could you go to bed, please? Like you try that and it doesn't work. They look at you like, what's wrong with this guy? Th thank you. No, and and I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Listen, we give organisms, dogs, people, um, any uh, uh, wives, husbands, we give them lots of chances. People yeah. make mistakes in life. People, teenagers do st stupid things. You You let things go. Even you let things that cross the line go and then you successfully or successively you ramp up the consequences each time the behavior goes more. It's it's ramped up. Yeah. Whatever that consequence is. And you ramp it up until the behavior is completely eliminated. And before you ever reach a certain point, you can, just cannot reach this, this point of, of physicality. You don't go there. I've never gone there. You don't get there, but you can do a lot in that space. This is the point of which the behavior is unacceptable. This is the point of which we will not go. And then there's all this space right here. Okay. And that's where we work and that's where we live. It, it gets to the um, punishment reinforcement thing that you did the other way. Where it's like, Two weeks if ago. you keep saying, Hey, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? And the behavior continues. Like eventually your intensity has to increase to the point where you're like, you know, and it, like you're saying, it doesn't mean that you, you don't hit somebody. You don't do anything like that. But when they can see it in your face, like you've crossed the line, like Bro. this is, this is it. Right. I mean, that's, that's the thing. And so, you know, it's like, I don't want to be a super intense parent all the time. I don't want to be an intense parent any of the time, No, but if it doesn't, if nothing else gets results, then it's like, I guess I'm going to have to be real intense when things are going wrong, because clearly ignoring it isn't good. And there's a lot of net, you know, think about, oh, you need to chill. You know, don't, you don't need to be so intense as a parent. It's like there are high stakes, right? And the stakes are actually incredibly high. Societal it's stakes. like, oh, just, uh, yeah, just handle that a different day. Sometimes the worst decision you can make is to just kick the can down the road and never address the beast that keeps getting worse and worse. Similar dog to the dog or person. And just like your, uh, person that you're talking about with your daughter it's like it's this kind of um i think it's par partly rooted in guilt that like they're afraid to call someone you know to the carpet so to speak because they feel guilty and they want to always be the favorite parent and they don't know also that just the same way with the dogs and the um, people think like oh my dog my my dog is just misunderstood it doesn't it didn't mean to bite the person or whatever. It's like, like I actually ran into that this weekend where the dog had bit somebody and it wasn't like, they were like, he's in dog jail. 
And then I was like, well, which one of these dogs did it? And they're like, it's the gray one. And I was like, I was like, all right. And I was like, I'm watching you, buddy. Don't get near me. Don't. And it was a, um, it was, what was it? Australian doodle. And yeah. I guess it went out and bit someone's calf. Yeah. It's a, yeah. But that's like, where the doodles come from. The golden doodle, labradoodle. Australia mixed, was mixed with an Australian, but they mixed it with an Australian shepherd. I think. Oh, oh, then it's a Aussie doodle. Yeah, it was an Aussie doodle. And then, but, but the thing is it bit somebody. And, and so it's like, and I'm, the people were just awesome. So I'm not trying to hate or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but it's just one of those things that like biting is so serious that like, it just doesn't matter, but it's so hard. I think people are blinded by the fact that they just love their dog, that they're like, make excuses for him versus yes. seeing the reality. Biting is so serious. Dude, you're it's, freaking biting me. What bro, the hell? Emergence biting is like your kid punching a weak kid at the school. At school, yeah. it needs to be dealt with very quickly. Yeah. And immediately. Or you are a problem in society. And your kid is a problem in society. Your dog is a problem. I mean, what did fix you fix the problem? Like it's not that hard. I do it every day. You know what's funny about this is it reminds me of um when I was a kid, like I was, I got into some minor trouble. And when I was in first grade, I got into some trouble, but I had gotten into, um, first a bit grade, of a scuffle, got into a little bit of a scuffle. And when I came, I got a referral and all this stuff, I got sent home or whatever. And so my parents were so freaking, you know, for the word intense, right. We're so serious about the fact that, you know, you put hands on somebody that like, I was like, uh Oh, I'm in like, this is life changing trouble I'm getting in. And they were basically always told me growing up, like, you better not freaking get us sued. You know, like you better not do something that causes trouble to this family. So I was always very, not so much worried about my mom, but worried about what my dad might do. And so like, if somebody was causing trouble at the school, I was more afraid of my dad than I was afraid of. Wait, what? There's something to that whole, oh, I'm worried about this guy more than I am fighting this guy, which Kinda I've like said what you a say thousand in times yeah. in videos yeah. on how to fix aggression. Yeah, the con the consequences are coming exactly somewhere right. where it's like, I think a lot of these kids I grew up with, like they were quick to do other, you know, put hands on people or do other things because they didn't have, you know, they get home and then their parents were like, oh yeah, oh, did you win the fight, Johnny? You know, and it's like, they have no idea what's happening. Now, fortunately for me, I tried to keep all that stuff quiet as much as possible whatever happened out there but i was i always knew like if there's anything going on at school like fighting wise i'm in so much yeah trouble, unless you're defending yourself yeah but even still get. like i mean they knew me enough to know that i would basically say that yeah so they're, you, they're and, not and yeah stories. and you got to figure out from your kids like like just because your kids tell you what happened does yeah. not mean that's what happened you got to yeah. figure that out which in this situation with my, I was really, it was a lot of figuring out what actually happened. Cause you as a parent have to know the 100% facts. Yeah. Your, what your kid says is not the case. They will say things that maybe aren't quite true or leave stuff out. Then you got to deal with it, but you need 100% of the facts. I actually, so, that's a crazy thing you're saying about like thinking about when you do bring that intensity to a situation where there's, you better be right. Is you have to, and I did this cause I, I had had um, a situation, I shouldn't be sharing this, but I had a situation where I was unclear about, um, like a coach, you know, for my daughter. Totally. And I was like, Saturday, you know, and of course my daughter's like, Oh geez, like what, what is he's going to ask me all these questions or like want to know this stuff. And I was basically doing what you're saying. Like, look, this is dead effing serious. Like 
I need to know exactly exact. what was texted. Bro. I need to know it too. I need to be a thousand percent certain thousand. what you're saying, because let's just say it is an adult with a, a you know, a 15 year old girl, right? Like if there's inappropriate stuff being sent, like I need to know that a thousand percent. Like you if can't do anything till you know a thousand. Yeah. Percent. You and I don't literally don't him. have all the facts. Yeah. Can't I don't, do I don't want to be like, Hey, like, is this going on or something like that? When I don't, when, if there's no <laughs> proof, but I need, so I, was, I like sat her down, like you need to tell me 100% what's going on. And then we got to the bottom of it, but without that come to Jesus, like this is not a normal conversation. This is like a time to, you know, get totally yeah. honest. Not that she wasn't honest, but just knowing that the stakes are high. They, right? they can perceive honest, they can leave something out and then be honest, but they're leaving something out. Like they can't, you got it. You got to know it all because there's high stakes for this stuff. There's community things. There's, there, there's things where communities and friend groups get split up and mm -hmm. it's all misunderstandings. And this kid is saying this to this, it, it's weird stuff, but so you need to, and then, and then you, the parent, sometimes you got to let your own kid deal with this stuff. And that's what something not you know, not your thing, which I don't know what your thing is, but my thing, there's an aspect of it of teach my kid to deal with this. You know, why am I the one getting involved? Well, I'm the one getting involved because in this situation, I have to. Well, if it's a girl versus boy <clears throat> situation, it's immediately. But it's like, not like physical stuff. It doesn't matter though. Like it's not like a strength thing. It's not a situation where like if a girl on girl, then you're kind of like, Hey, you need to stick up for yourself potentially right. or other things That's like right. that. If it's a boy and a boy, you go, Oh, Hey, like you, yeah. you know, yeah. you even if you can't win like you need to be assertive and like yeah. like stand your ground right versus like if somebody's getting bullied just as an example and or you know they're three years older and they're a boy and a girl or whatever it's not something that it's not a fair fight to be had no so that's where you have to intervene I think. that's parent right. that's that's actually like a funny thing i was talking to my my manager about uh where he's kind of like you you do everything you want to do like you do it like when you run into issues where like people are blocking you in ways that you can't solve. Like you, then you holler at me and we, I get involved in, and in break through where it's impossible for you to break through, but otherwise I don't want to deal with it. And so it's like you, you don't, it's called like the, like the general with more stripes, right? Like you don't get the general with more stripes involved if you don't need them. But when you need to call that general and be like, Hey, we got troops. We need to circle around, you know, that, so you, it's like strategy, right? You just don't, but you generally want to leave people and let, let them be autonomous. But at the same time, you want to be involved in their life too. You generally want to do that with your children too. You essentially, if your child is out there and you're having to intervene all the time, yeah. guess who the problem is? Yeah. that's It's your kid or it's you. Yeah. Why are you involved in every aspect of your kid's life? What's your kid doing? I first had to make sure in this situation, and I didn't, I first had to make sure my kids part in it. That was the most important thing to me yeah. was not even what anyone else did. I had to go, okay, do they have a point here? Mm -hmm. And even then the way I dealt with it was understanding that they might have a point here. Yeah, It's complicated, but um, I shouldn't be involved a lot. If I'm involved a lot, there's a big ass problem. So let me get into this homeless thing. Well, hold on. Let me just put a finer point on this. This because it relates to dog training well in the sense that okay. like you just the same way a, a father and a daughter or whatever, it's like a dog owner and a dog, right? Like there is this radical level of honesty of appraising the situation properly and being like, oh yeah, we get it. You love your dog, but like, is your dog in the wrong? Now, maybe your dog isn't just wrong. It could be like 
what is it malevolent like it could actually be like have bad intentions like it could be trying to hurt other dogs no right that's impossible i know i mean i know on other there's channels no such that's, thing yeah hurt another dog yeah but i mean there's but there's levels right i mean there's there's no, being right. another dog there's being a dog like i saw this thing where this it was like a raven was like attacking these like baby birds right i saw it it's horrible it's horrible you you get all angry but he'll kill these osprey yeah 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 that's right it's horrible in that it's hard to watch it's not oh, it's horrible. really hard to watch yeah it makes me think like i'm literally watching this like this is where is the justice hat like this is so jacked like there's just a little baby and it's just getting Osprey apart. Is super dumb but so then it's, it's hard to be mad or birds. but again you can't be mad because you're no, like no 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 that's how it is but then you know but with humans and other things i think it's like you know but I, again the dog doesn't necessarily know unless you tell it to knock it off so like um even th when i at the place i was at this weekend i was at the ufc as you probably know um you know with this situation is like the, the owner when the other dog started to bother the other dog he's like get at get away from that other dog like and the thing was like whoa you know so like yeah. i was like whoa good job like he yeah. exerted his you know dominant so to speak and like allowed the other dog not to be tortured and harassed so that it could yeah exist so guys so, so, go go in the world and quit being and and quit being wimps um your dog isn't always right the pod knows this i'm i'm preaching to the choir here like for sure the but educate your friends like like when your dog's unacceptable deal with deal with it no i'm not going to tell you what to do figure it out deal with it your dog is attacking dogs and jumping on people when they come in and making your guests uncomfortable how about make the dog uncomfortable let me read this one you're making fast. your guests uncomfortable what what make them up make the dog uncomfortable so our patrick does this our uh, patrick our patrick that's what we're calling you even if your name isn't our patrick that's what we think it says uh he does timestamps and tell me this is not funny it says 23 minutes it's like eric's hiking story 24 joel goes semi-scorched earth 30 liz wields a shovel to save joel from fighting semi-homeless man with pipple now that is actually kind of ironic yeah 31 go forth thy pod oh I let thy that. light shine through thy leash that your <laughs> steed shall dawn in society saveth the hot dogs for sand throwing children how good of a poet is our patrick that's pretty solid right? i could and never write like that he even says uh jb which i imagine is joel beckman just to be clear uh or to clear up some potential confusion i'm your resident wannabe rapper and i didn't hear a voicemail this week so i'll see what i can do lol i don't require pronouns but i'd like you to know i am in fact an intact male i'm glad he's intact. might ex might explain some slight aggression yeah our patrick is um a you're on a roll bro you're on a roll and Welcome he said i took away his part-time job of um being the timestamp person for the pod because I put the, but I like his better. Mine are like boring. Yeah, his you didn't like, use the thousand the thighs. No, that was impressive. or say about shovel wielding wife and all that. How speaking of wives, how about men? You be the human being that your wife wants to rip your clothes off. How about that? Are we getting off topic now? You be the the leader for your children and your dogs, and you being the guy that your wife is so attracted to that she doesn't want you know 50 percent of divorce is more more than 50 percent is done by women you know more cheating is done by women than men do you have the numbers on this it's high how about you be the guy that your wife is so into 
that she would never think about another man. You're such a strong, capable, driven man that she sees no one else. How about that? What How about, about you be downsides? that guy? What about the downsides of that though? Like you work your ass off all day yeah. and try to provide. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, you're working yourself to the bone, right? Yeah. And then even oh, you're if you're doing you're the right, say. see if you're even doing the right stuff, like you're going out. So, oh, you work all day. Then you're like, well, I got to be the man that she wants me to be. So I'm going to lift weights and I'm going to get okay. in super good shape. So it's like, and they're like, why aren't you home? Well, you know, you've been gone all day, blah, 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 blah. So like, can you really win is the question I'm asking you. I'm not saying uh, I'm just hypothetical. It's, it's, that's here. a hard question. Um, then you go, okay, you go, yeah, yeah. I, I just worked all day. I worked out. What, what, what do you want? You tell me what you want. Tell me. And she goes, you, well, I want this from you. And you go, okay, you want that. Do, do you want me to be in shape? Well, yeah. Do you want, do you want me to make money? Well, yeah. Okay. Well that took up about 12 hours of the day. Yeah. No. Oh, you want me to do this? Okay. That's going to take about three hours. Okay. We're at 14 hours now. Oh, you want me to be the best father in the world? Okay. That's going to take all day. Okay. Okay. What can we drop off here? Um, beautiful, wonderful wife. What can we, what, what can I do? What can I not do? That's perfect. And she goes, and you, and she goes, Oh, well, I guess God, he, he is busy guy, okay. and he's trying to be an Adonis for me. And, uh, he's trying to make money very much in part for me and uh yeah especially considering make her make a choice you might not have a lot of financial needs yourself so a lot of it could be for your partner so you you're think? Like, i'm not saying <laughs> i don't know i mean we're just speaking in hypotheticals I could, pod i could live in an apartment and i could live in a bro. tent <laughs> yeah i could literally live in a tent but yeah but i think your your ultimate point is i think larger which is about like and it is like the Gandhi, right? Be the change you want to see in the world type of thing. Whereas like, be be the best guy you can be or the best gal you can be. And then, hey, if they leave you and you did your absolute best to be handsome and smart and affectionate. Yeah. And all that type of stuff. Then, and don't take people for granted. Then. And if, many more things. Yeah. And if you think you about it, best. if you think about it, right? Because I was, I was looking at this and I, I think I called you about this last night, actually, was about this video I watched about basically people wasting their life on social media. Right. And oh. I was telling you how, like, this is not the same thing, like shorts, uh, you know, shorts, TikToks, things like that is not the same thing as this podcast, like oh, long yeah, form yeah, yeah, yeah. content, but it's like people I think are very clear about what they want to get out of this and what the yeah. human connection and they get from this, this channel, po this podcast in particular. Yeah. So, but it's, yeah, it's one of those things where you could really piss a lot of your time away where you're out there on TikTok and shorts yeah. and stuff and you're just zooming. So like you're not present. So it's like, you're first of all, are you being constructive yeah. with your time? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And this is an area I play this one game, this one, stupid you son game. of a, <laughs> it's this one shooting game. And I play it like what hell are you at doing? night. Oh, I play it all the time. Is your wife like, what are you playing? Yes. What no, is she it? knows when I, what is it? Uh, I don't, oh, you want me to, uh, it's some game. Okay, is it for I'll like 13 year olds or something or what? Oh yeah, for sure. It's called alien shooter. And I play, I've played it for five, eight years. So you're missing the mark. I play it every day at home. It's just this one game. But you, you think I'm missing the mark. Is it I just, play that is one it just game. like I turn my drugs? brain off. Right. I get on social media. It's like, oh, YouTube, I'm on there. So my, I don't have burner. Yeah, you accounts. don't get to, you don't get to escape. There's no escape. TikTok is a bit of an escape, but I have an account. So it's like, I'm on that. Like, 
there's no freaking escape. It's my it's my brain turn off move, but I play it too much. So you're screwing up. That's right. what you're saying. I can be better. Okay, cool. Me and too. you got to know where you can be better, right? No, I don't disagree. Oh yeah, um, I can be. You weren't kidding, be man. You are on on fire today, bro. Yeah, there's a few things. So homeless story. Can we can we give you some like intravenous drugs or anything like that to calm you down? Like what? I don't know. Demerol, <laughs> Percocet. Uh, I don't Oxycontin. know. Is that going to create problems with the algorithm? I don't know. Uh, probably not. No. No. Um, okay. Ready? Homeless guy. Speaking of um, Oxycontin and Speaking morphine. Of drug overdose. Yeah. Myth Beach. So this po- this this podcast has a weird history of talking about fighting homeless people or our version. Of I had my people. run in. You've had a couple run ins. So oh yeah. So I'm I'm on the beach. My daughter surfs. There's a guy down here filming, and I see this homeless person walk up and hit the guy's camera. Right, these long lenses for surfing hits the camera and the camera and the guy. He's a coach. He goes. He goes. Get that. Get that out of here. Like you it was on purpose, was, right? Oh, bro, it, it was shouldn't be anywhere near there. Really right? weird and bad and something I've never seen a homeless person do. He goes, get the hell out of here. And then the guy goes over, the homeless guy goes over to a tree and starts circling the tree and drawing these lines around the trees out of his mind, this homeless guy. Mm-hmm. Then I'm sitting there and I look over and guys fighting homeless guy. Full on fight in the sand fighting. Okay. Full Russell. Full jujitsu. Co- he he's a coach. He's a surf coach. Right, he's down there. He's not fighting. The one I'm familiar with. Him. No, no, he's okay. a guy I I really don't know. Okay, fighting homeless guy. I run over there. I. You were licking your chops, man. No, I don't want to get in a fight with life. homeless guys. You've that's my whole, whole thing. This. No, that's my whole thing is don't get in fight with homeless people. Okay. No way. So I'm holding the guy's legs. I start holding the legs, but the homeless what happens? guy. happens? You like dive on him or what? No, he's like the the coach got has got the guy. Plus he knows jujitsu, so he's like. But the guy's really strong and high and wiry and strong. And so they're like, he's like got him in mount. And then he, and then he goes to choke him and he like, he's got him in a choke home, got homeless guy in a choke and goes back like this. Like you've seen a hundred yeah. times and you've done cause you know, jujitsu. And then this other dude comes over and goes, and this is where there's two things that happen in this one fight with this homeless guy, me weird interaction with the cop afterwards and the notion of this, which I'm going to say, guy comes over and goes, don't choke him out. Now this at the time I was agreeing with it. I do not agree with it now, but I'm also not the guy. So if you do certain moves and somebody is not well afterwards, homeless guy isn't well afterwards, we are in the state of California. True. But there's issues on both sides. For instance, like you are getting to a, you go from Normal walking around to a full on full on fight, fight bro, violence, bro. The person could have a bro. knife, a gun. You'd have no idea. And You're so it's right. like, oh, well, so if it's he had a candle, taking, he attacked the guy with a candle. I didn't see the I heard later. Yeah, I, I didn't. I just saw the fight. I didn't see what happened. I heard later. But it's like, yeah, and I get it in the in this state. You, like it's illegal. And I think New York as well to use a rear naked choke to choke someone out. That's a big deal. But it, but it, at the same time you have to balance things against like, is somebody going to try to kill you? Like, when are you going to, I know when is it okay to protect yourself? I guess is my question to you. It's always okay. But, but yeah, just don't, don't do anything. You're not willing to take the consequences for. Yeah. And you know, the consequences could potentially be really bad. Yeah. So that's the problem. And that's the moral dilemma of this. And that's the 
failings in society. And I'm going to tell you the other failings in society, which is the cops, dude. So we got a bad history of going after a handful of cops as well. On this podcast? Well, Well, I'm going to go after them. Garrett Garrett Wing went off on the... uh, Oh, on, on the, how bad they were. Then I was kind of like thinking about like, Bro. I was more highlighting the lack of training, oh. which well, I'm going to talk about their fault. the freaking attitude of these cops. Did he give you trouble? Oh my God, dude. This was after I talked to you. So then, so homeless guy, I'm holding legs because jujitsu, there's really not space for two people. Like if you've got someone, the body covers most of the body of the other guy. So I got the legs. He's getting out all these moves. I'm trying to help, trying to hold and whatnot. And then he gets up and I push him and he falls down. You push the homeless, homeless guy? guy. Yeah. Oh man, you're yeah. a troublemaker in the sand and he falls down and then he starts to leave and we're like following him out. Okay. We're not going to like so go he, attack he didn't him want again. Any more smoke at that point. He didn't want the smoke from Beckman, bro. I don't blame him. So then, so he leaves. Then we go and talk. To, I hear Does more of the story. The, cops or no? the lady who was with the coach called the cops the whole time the minute the homeless guy attacked she gets on the phone i run over hmm. she's calling the cops there's a cop station like a beach cop station like right there they never show up what are they going to do about it nothing yeah right? who knew you didn't know that, that they don't i didn't know that you that thought homeless people you. could literally attack 30 feet from a playground that my kids play at three times a week. I had no idea homeless people could attack people with a candle and the cops literally don't show up. I go over there three different times at this cop station. These people that the guy that was attacked does not live in that community. You, it, I do. It's like you remember when my house got broken and I called the police and it took them like 75 minutes to get to the house. Are you kidding the breaking me? And enter. Yeah. Dude. Okay. So, so, but I mean, if people know that at home, just as a public service announcement, yeah, like do something if about you it. think that someone, they're not coming, you know, for yeah, you. and I'm not saying someone should buy Most something likely. or not buy something. I'm just saying if you are under the impression that if something really bad happens and someone goes into your house or tries to get in your house and you call the cops, if you're under the impression that they'll be there in five to 10 minutes, they might, they could be, and they might not, but they might not. But this, this guy told me that night, he said that, and this is probably I don't want to say where it was, but let's just say from Lake Hodges, I guess I'm going to say where it is all the way to almost like Mira Mesa. In that area, he said that at this time there was like maybe one or two patrol cars in that entire area. And it might've only been one. And this is, you know, during the financial crisis or whatever. So rough budget cuts and so forth, but there's basically nobody to help in the entire area in San Diego. And that's a problem, but that's not the actual cops problem. My story, it's the actual cop's attitude that has me worked up. What do you do? So I'm going over the uh, this little weird police station. Cop comes out. Substation or something cop, like that? Yeah, cop comes out. Hey, yeah, what's up? Yeah. Hey, di- hey, man, did you get that call? I'll tell you exactly what he said. Yeah, yeah. The homeless guy or the, the guy who kind of went after the guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't take that call. That went to someone else. Okay. Um, do you know if they found the guy? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, can you look? Yeah, I'm it, like, bro? this happened 50 feet from you, bro. Like, I can see the guy that was attacked. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me. Uh. Let me get a, give him a call and I'll. I'll see what's going on with that. I don't think they found him though. Okay. All right. All right. I'll be back. So I. I go back. Like, I don't want to interfere with your schedule today. I know yeah. You a lot sitting in on. this office. Yeah. So then, 
I go back again. Uh, another guy kind of rolls up, like a cop, like drives up. I'm like, oh, not to us, to this little station. I go, oh, mm -hmm. and he's like, kind of, he's nice. They're all, they're all kind of nice until the last guy. So then he rolls up. Oh, I'm like, oh yeah, did you, uh, did you guys ever find that guy? Uh, you know, the attack that happened 30 feet from your front door, 50 yeah. feet from your front door. Oh yeah, no, um, yeah, I don't think they found him. I heard, I heard that call. Oh, okay. Like, like. Just because you didn't weren't the guy called to go find the homeless attacker means you have no information on it. It was fifty. It's like, hey, um, I haven't got my hamburger yet. Oh, yeah, I didn't take your order for that. You're like, I don't give a shit if you did take my order for it. Where's my hamburger at? Absolutely. Same so thing, then, right? oh yeah, oh he's actually the cop. The guy's pulling up right now. So the guy pulls up in a truck, dude. So I'm standing there <clears throat> with my daughter. The guy gets out, and you can tell he's he's not whether he's called because I'm asking questions or he was just showing up or he knows. Did I don't you wake him up. Was he sleeping? Was he in the car sleeping? I don't know. He gets out of the car and instantly I'm like, all right, this guy's not stoked to be here talking to me right now. No, literally he gets out of the car. He could feel your Beckman. Homeless guy energy. attacking people 30%, 30 feet from 30 children. He goes, uh, comes out. Um, and he's like, you know, how cops stand, right? And he goes, um, you know, what's up? And I instantly am like, okay, like I'm not, I'm matching energy right off the bat. And I go, yeah, did you find the guy that uh, attacked that guy? No. And I'm like, are you I looking? Go, I go, okay. Um, and I don't remember what was said. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. And it was like, um, you got the call or something? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, I get the call. So you do anything about it? Um, yeah, we're looking. And then it's just this like weird standoff. Like yeah. of, he doesn't like to be told what to do. That's why he's, yeah, no, no. Concerned citizens are, are, are Taxpayers. whatever to him. Um, and then, uh, and then at the end, I don't remember what else was said at the end. I go, I go, because I just wanted to, the last thing I said to remind him that that I'm the guy who does my job. I'm going to just remind him he's the guy who doesn't do his job. So I knew the answer. He told me the answer being, and I go, so you didn't end up finding him. And he goes, yeah, no, no. Or something like, I just wanted to be like, like you didn't hey, don't for forget. Like, like, you're the guy who doesn't find the guys. Like, let's not forget in this interaction, you're that guy. And then he walks away pissed my my daughter goes i thought you were gonna fight him like Bro, it was you so bring that energy. contentious you bring that energy he brought the energy i think maybe my energy was it. like that and then he matched mine and well, you I just matched got his a, you know it was like a i mean yeah that's that's actually measuring great. contest it wasn't though i i'm the guy who saw the attack by my kid my kid was in the water but my little one is at that place i'm that guy He's the guy who's looking for the guy who didn't do his you're, job. You're the guy who doesn't. And do it your reminded job. me when I was a kid. When I was a kid, me and you used to get in some trouble, not together, separately. And I was like, always like, these cops seems like they have real like attitudes. But then I grew up, and I was like, oh, they got a hard job. Mm -hmm. Like, like I was just a punk kid. And I, I, but it brought me right back to going. Actually, they do have those attitudes. Many of them, not all of them. Many yeah. of them have that and i i forgot dude i totally forgot yeah it, but i think a lot of it i mean obviously there's the energy they have a hard job they don't like maybe being, at a hard morning i get it 
they don't like being um, I don't know challenged, of course, but like there was a guy in front of our, um, you know, jujitsu place that was uh, smoking right in front of like the door, you know, and someone told him to move and then like he wasn't doing it. And then they're like, and then, so then the professor who's like the black belt comes out and he's just a maniac badass. And he just goes out there and it's just like the same type of that energy. He's just like, Hey, they asked you to move. Why aren't you moving? And he's just like dying to just <laughs> rip this guy. Yeah. Right. And the guy's just like, Oh, I'm sorry. And just moves on down the road. Cause he knows like now somebody's going to do something. But, um, what's, this is actually kind of weird. So last night I was watching this thing. And I never even it never even occurred to me, right, that this could be the case in the world. And I'm not saying it is, but what they were saying is that sometimes with the police investigations and things like this, they actually use social media, right, in the news and things like that to look at like what's trending. I mean, this seems unbelievable. Go ahead. To to look at what's trending and then based on what's trending from like a violence slash robbery whatever whatever's trending okay. they look at what's trending and then go okay this is where these kids went in and robbed this convenience store and got on video and everyone's talking about it that's like the that, that's got four million views we need to go figure out because that's in our jurisdiction like what happened yeah and solve I've that heard of this so they're actually like using social media in like the in, in popularity the of a situation to try to figure to prioritize what to go after oh interesting uh, to investigate and, and then the the substantiation of this was with this tupac uh murderer who basically um had confessed on vlad tv or something like that about this yeah and and they're like well he wrote a book about it so what what happened why did they all of a sudden go after him and then the person said well it was because they look at like what the trending things are and when they see that this has got 10 million views and everyone's like well if he talked about it in a book why isn't he arrested so then they go in there and they arrest him because okay. of that but so it's like that it blows my mind that that could be possible. Yeah. That, that we're going to like look to what's popular. It's like a political thing, right? Oh. Like what's, what's going to make the most impact from a social media perspective, not from a seriousness of the crime perspective. Yeah. Right. Whereas if, but if what I'm saying is true, I'm not saying that it is, but if it was true, then where does the incident bomb lie. fall? Right. It doesn't fall at all. Right. In there. Right. Right. It's, right, right. Hey, okay. sir, why are you, why are you wasting my time? with a violent attacker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How does if, that put if, money in my pocket? If that thing is prevalent, then yes, my situation falls very low on that, but there are children around. But then I was watching this thing and there's a, it doesn't work for you. Yeah. <laughs> then there's, I was watching this thing today and there's a zillion of these, but I was preparing for this podcast. So I thought about it. You, we can bring it up. It's this Seattle, the, all these protesters just block a road in Seattle and these oh. people get out of their cars and they're yelling at these protesters. Like, what are you doing? Like, we got to go. And like all the cops on their bikes are just standing there, bro. I would lose it on those cops. Did you and this guy's like talking to the cop all nice. Like, Hey, can you get him out of the way? And the cops aren't doing it. I'd be like, do your effing job. You loser. Get Did them out see? of the way. I'm not getting them out of the way or I might if it's dangerous and my kids are in the car, but I'm not just, I'm not going to go to jail to move protesters to not be late for work. Your job is to get them out of the way, get them the F out of the way right this second. Yeah. Loser. How is that? A, how is that a, how is that a legitimate assembly? If you are blocking traffic in like lanes, which people travel, bro, things got to change. Well, the, the, the homeless guys, there's got to be repercussions, whether it's from the guy. And I know 
I agreed at the moment, don't be too physical or the cut. There's got to be repercussions and people need to take this into their own. We got to deal with this stuff because no one's coming for you. You got to fix yourself. No, you got to fix your community and your home and your kids and your dog because mm-hmm. no one's coming. No one's helping. It's on you. Are you a man over 35 years old? It's on you. Yeah. Over 45, it's really on you. You're it. You're the last line of defense in this society. That's true. It's going. It's going down. And you can make a change with your children and with your dog and in your community and in your home. And if you have the power to make change outside of that, good on you, but at least do it with your dog and your kids in your home. Then go to your community because things are getting real and they're getting scary. Yeah. There's a bit of, it's, it is, it's a tough situation. I mean, you've got to take responsibility. Also, you do look at yourself and you go, wow, like, okay, you're over 40 or whatever, or we're over 40. And you think about no one's when people are acting, your dad's not coming to help. No. Like when when you're the guy acting up people like say in a store or something like that, the females and the kids, they're looking at you and I to be like, Hey, are you going to do something about this? Cause you go, Oh, well, let's call the cops. The cops aren't here. Right. What are we going to do when the cops aren't here? What and are you going to, yeah. You know, and it's, it's one of those things that, and I, I know this is a bit of a tirade, but like this whole podcast, but, whole thing's but a tirade. getting, I had to pick up my, um, my, uh, father from the airport came in from Hawaii. So, I had to pick them up. And of course, there's this line, there's a line of people waiting to get in to pick people up, right? And so as I'm there, this guy wants to drive all the way to the very front. Yeah. And then who do you think he wants to cut in front of? You. Yes. So what do you think do? I like for that? What'd you do? So I lay on the horn as I try to <laughs> converge, right? Yep. And he like ends up going around oh, to where he misses. You where he misses the turn because I wouldn't let him in. Like, so he went to the departing rather than to the arriving flights. Yeah. But I was like, F you, bro. You, if I got to wait 15, 20 minutes to get in this yeah. thing, you're not going to make the fool out of me and go cut me off. You yeah. can go to hell. You can go all the way around and yeah. go try it again. You jackass. All right. Good job. It's small, but it's something. It's just like when, when the two lanes merge, I just go right in the middle and I'm like, no, you're not going, you're not going to go buy me. Yeah. And All right. get, wait for you. Guys. I don't mean to minimize your thing, but I got a better thing. It's not better than mine. That was the best. It's way better than yours. All right. Let's hear it. I'll judge this. Let's I go. am the dummy who listens to my daughter and my wife on our way back from somewhere. And they go, Hey, we want to go to a mall a week before Christmas. Be. I haven't been to a mall in years, not just a mall, the freaking Irvine spectrum. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I go, okay. We'll go to a mall. I want my wife and my daughter to be very happy. And it's not even for presents. It's for like something my daughter wants on a Sunday or a Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. I go to the Irvine Spectrum. People, I've never had a parking in weird interaction like you see on the internet ever in my life. I'm driving around, nowhere to park. I go and I'm following this. Oh no, first, okay, I go. And this person, we kind of arrive at the same time, but this guy's an old guy. The energy and the energy are about to collide. And this person's leaving and we go boop and we both turn our turn signals on. And I look at him across the way wah, and I go, wah, and I wah. go, and I go, you or me, like, are we just going to both go? 
like that seems that's when things are going to get weird. So I look at him and I go and I'm open to it. Right. I, we arrive at the same time. I'm fine. And then he doesn't do anything back. And I go, I go, well, let, I go, you go, buddy. I let the guy go in. Oh, that's so, humble of you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a reasonable person. I think then I f- wait right there. A lady walks by. I instantly, as she walks by my car, I turn my turn signal on. She walks about four cars down. I'm following her. I stop with my turn signal on. She goes to her car. A guy, right as she kind of goes to her car, pulls up, flips his turn signal on. After after me. We're both this way. Car's here. Both this way. Car's here. And it, the lady's getting her stuff in her car. And guy's just got his turn signal on. I got my turn signal on. And uh, I'm going, okay. The, and I go, I'm going to go talk to this guy. My kids and my wife, I think they think I'm like some crazy. I think the pod is thinking we're a bit unhinged as well. And I, but Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to not start something. I'm trying to figure this By out. Jumping out of your car. No. Okay. And my, my kids are like, don't get out of the car. And I'm like, I'm going to talk to the guy. Yeah. So I just walk up and I go, Hey man, I go, I, I think we were there before you. And he goes, I don't remember what he said. But, and I'm like, yeah, dude, we, we followed that lady. And then you pulled up a couple seconds later. I'm pretty sure we were there. Our, I, I, we were there before you. I'm being super nice. And he's like, okay. All right. Whatever. Haven't Merry Christmas. Like you too, buddy. Merry Christmas. But like, I'm not, this is when you have the fight, right? When people are both going or you have the car accident. Like yeah. my way was to deescalate the situation. Then there's a lady behind me. This story isn't as good as I thought. Then the lady behind me you should have made up some weird story. And made he like leaves chains. Then and... this lady behind me is nice. literally behind me. I'm walking back from getting in an argument with that guy. It was an argument. I was, I was trying to avoid a conflict and she goes, she gets out of her car and she goes, I followed that lady. And I go, but you're behind me. And she goes, but everyone keeps cutting me off. I, I saw her and I go, but my car is there and your car is there. Yeah, you're behind me. You're literally behind my car. And she goes, okay. And she drives away. And I was like, this is insanity. That is insanity. I think. So I do think there's a bit of. I was de-escalating. Contentious energy flowing. Yeah, but wasn't I? I was de-escalating. I did not spirit. walk up to this guy mad. I was like, hey, let's let's figure this out before we both are driving probably, our cars into the same spot. We should leave this up to the podcast to decide, you know, if you are fighting over a parking spot or or just at a standoff and then is the reasonable thing to do to jump out of your car and go talk I to I didn't the jump. I calmly you slowly got, out. got out of the is, car. Am I missing something? I, I'm just saying maybe we'll talk to the pod. They can, no, they but can you, fill us in. You on tell me if I'm if I calmly get out so we can resolve it rather than what did do your, this. What did your family think about this situation? My family tripped out. I was like, calm down. Have you everyone. ever heard that? Um, they saying, think I'm like, you ever heard that do saying something. where it's like, if you run into three assholes in one day, uh, I ran into two. The homeless guy was the day before. <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah. I've never heard it. I know where you're going. I ran into two. If, if you run into enough, maybe maybe you got the wrong. Two is does not make a trend. Okay, so it could it could have just been the stars aligning. Maybe it's like a Mercury retrograde or whatever they call that, right? There could be a lot of explanations for this, right? Yeah, Christmas and all that. I think the point that we're trying to make here is that you don't handle your business, whether that's dog training, 
acting like a reasonable human being. And now we have issues bubbling up because people don't want to act like, you know, that's why even with having kids, it's like respect is so important because like you dis when, you know, disrespecting people that you don't know has severe or can have severe consequences. So that's why it's good when everyone is walking around polite. And just like I went to the UFC this weekend, it's like, I didn't see any fights. I did see a fight, but it was a professional. There was yeah, actually a professional fighter. Strickland jumped in. Did yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I actually saw it. I was trying to get it all on video, but I got them getting marched out. But like your normal people there are actually, I didn't see, there might've been one. I saw a little skirmish, but I don't know what was going on. But in general, you got uh, 19,000 people at that arena and it was pretty mild, right? Because people know like, hey, a lot of these be people respectful. can fight. Yeah, be respectful. You don't know who can and who can't. Yeah. And so it's like, and then you don't know who is with who, you know, and yeah. uh, it's just good to be respectful across the board yeah. and it reduces problems. And there is a way at which you can talk to people um, and do it in a, you know, oh, straightforward yeah. way that's not pissing people off. Like, yeah. I'm sure you didn't go up to the guy and like, hey, I what didn't. are you doing? No, 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 no. That wasn't the case. I'm not saying you did. You would never do something like that. Your energy is calm. Are you being... Of. Are you being serious? I just want the pod to decide. All right, they can decide. I was should you I jump out right. of your car when you're faced off with somebody in the I parking lot? I, should you calmly get out of your car? How about that? Calmly. I sorry. know you shouldn't jump out of your car. Okay. That's starting the starting rough. Did you have anything in your hands? Yeah, I had a baseball bat. What's the problem? <laughs> I oh, I, wow. I de-escalated. That's what I did. Yeah, I de-escalated the situation. Okay, I've said that four times. Okay, I don't so how, I don't understand how. I must not be explaining myself. Well. Can we talk about Jason Corey for a second? Yeah. And, or do you want to? I mean, we can no, this is perfect. Paint. I, I'm Jason trying Corey. To, trying to. Um, this, so he did a. I'm trying to defuse the situation here. All right. So Jason Corey. I like him. He um, he did a video. I did a video with a Connie Corso. And apparently one. he has a problem with you guys. He has a problem with the commenters and his wife has a problem with the commenters. But that's not necessarily the pod. I know it's not. But it's I like, just, I'm just saying that. Hard level. Let's, let's see what, what's yeah, up. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't say it that. It doesn't take any strength. It doesn't take a penis. Beckham's dog training. He trains a Connie Corso in comments we were looking at. So annoying when people get a dog completely inappropriate for them. Three little Asian girls shouldn't have a war dog bigger than they are. So those comments in particular wow. are just quite comical to me because they are so ignorant, if they, I can say so. They, they, they triggered Kara a little bit they, this morning. I was ready to go off this morning. They triggered me because it's just so inaccurate. There's so many things to consider in terms of getting this breed. As a female, I've told Jason this coat. numerous times. Good-looking dogs. So that's a teaser. Can, can, we, so. can we look at the size of these dogs for a second? I like, am I the only one that notices this? No, you're not. Look at that thing. Yeah. So how much is that? That's a teaser. Oh yeah. Here's the comment. So annoying when people get a dog completely imperfect and three layers and shouldn't have war, have war dogs bigger than there. Yeah. They so probably shouldn't she bring doesn't up Asian, like, right? I mean, that doesn't seem yeah, that's like a cool. relevant thing to talk about. Get out of that. Okay. You um, good on that one? Yeah. So that's, they that's get, the thing. The gist, His right? video will be out tomorrow. No, no, no. It will have already been out by the time this podcast stares. And does he, he breeds Connie courses? I don't know. Okay. I, I should know more. Um, about what he does. Um, he has 408,000 subs. Yeah, he's big. He's big on you. Instagram too. And so she, I don't know. I don't, her issue with it. I don't know. She, she had issue with the comments. 
Maybe she has issues with issues what? with the video. I don't know. I wanted to get them both on the podcast. Today. Are they from San Diego or are they from somewhere else? You don't know. There was snow on those Connie Corsos. Yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, that could. He's been... got a beanie on. Yeah. I don't know. You know I don't you're know. not wearing a beanie in San Diego in December. No. Right. Well, some people looks good. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what they say. Um, about the comments and what she says and this i wanted to get him on the podcast today i didn't reach out to him because i didn't hear from you you were working but um it'd be cool to get him on and just and just get him on like 20 minutes and let her say what her issue is with the comments yeah i mean it sounds and and it might be my issue i i think i agree but i mean i think her issue is that hey she's probably got these two kind of corsos that she does just fine with. Yeah, that's going, what it seems like. It's not the dog, it's the person. Yeah, so the commenters are saying that that she... So that's my argument a lot of times too. Like, yeah. listen, the, the person can sort of deal with the dog yeah, if Liz they could try hard. Like Liz could do it, she can do it, so why can't everyone else? Yeah. I'm just not... I'm not positive what they're... What, what the issue is, but I guess that would be it. I guess the problem that you run into though is, is like, um, you know, this larger amount of, oh, well... Hey, I mean, you know, Michael Jordan can do it. It's like, well, you know, I mean, not to say Liz is Michael Jordan, but like Liz trains dog for the last 15 years. So My she wife. can handle a uh, Connie Corso. Like that doesn't exactly apply to the general public. Just like I was with that video I told you about last night about the, you know, basically saying like you're wasting your entire life on social media, especially like uh, Instagram and TikTok specifically. Right. And so if you like think about um, all of these things, it just doesn't, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Okay. So can I agree if they are saying they don't like the shaming of the clients in the comments, I 100% agree with them. And I think there's a tinge of that to what they're saying here. Mm, I, I mean, mean, that's a shaming of the clients and they but have I think a problem she's, with that. I think her larger thing is just is that, the like, women thing. You can handle the, um, that, that, she or Liz or whoever have the ability to handle it, right? right my 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 right. only point I was I was trying to make earlier was just about when it comes to like they go like the solution to that video I told you about was like oh well you know what you need to do in social media is to exercise moderation and it's kind of like well you know you just got done telling us that like it's literally geared for you right, to not right. do moderation to, to, to be addicted yeah so I mean not to be a um devil's advocate i've never been accused of that on this podcast but if that was the case like i don't know uh his wife's name but what i would say it's like you do have a dog channel with four hundred thousand subs you're probably not your average person right she probably doesn't need dog training as well so i think you have to like baseline things for your average person like should an average person get a connie corso i i say no because i think you need to be a unique individual to handle one and to train them and to put the time and effort into it. There's a lot of boxes you have to check to make sure that dog behaves properly. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I, 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 it depends. It's, I think everyone could do it, but it's at the beginning of this podcast. What did I say? Fix it. Fix it. But fix the, thing the problem is, is people aren't fixing other problems in their life. They're probably not fixing their dog. Yeah. But where, uh, but you're we, saying like thou move, forth in the world and get this stuff fixed yeah like you said it last week on the podcast and i was like oh owners like i didn't switch gears in a week i just i had a couple soft. situations that i was being a little soft and i had a couple situations and 
you know, and I'm, I'm just for, so, so I hit like a threshold of like over sort of nonsense. And what's my world? Mine's mine. My world's dog training world. Okay. And so how can I have an effect on society? You're over your dog's nonsense. Fix it. Fix the problem. You don't actually need me. No one really, here's why people need me. People need me for the dogs and for prints. And they think they need me for me telling them what to do. They don't have to come to me. There's a, there's but I mean, a... they do, but they don't fix the problem. But I've also seen that client me. If I were to say, fix your dog's jumping. And they, they literally look at me and they go, I don't know what to do. They, I would they say need your permission. They, oh, is that it? That's actually an interesting point. No, it's true. It's like, it's hmm. like people know, like, like hmm. for instance, let's just say, that's an interesting, let's just point. say somebody has a problem with their weight. Right. And I've been there. I know. I understand this. I've yeah. seen him eat. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a problem. So like, you know, so if you were to think about these type of things and you really get into the coaching and trying to improve your life in that aspect, think about this. Okay. It's easier. I need, with a trainer. I need to hire somebody. I need, I need them to help me. Right. It is easier with a trainer. There's no doubt, right? Pay money. You get somebody to get you laser focused on what needs to be done. They yell at you, but they kind of know, like there is some things that you yeah, don't you're know. Right. Like, I mean, like the ways that you could really help is about like preparing meals. Like, like what is a way to eat relatively healthy without as much problem so that like you can get it on the grill, get it cooked, get it going and, and have a some like simplistic choices that you can just make. So you can like, yeah, you know, you're not making freaking gourmet food every day. Right. So like, you, right. but they have some so they skills can, to offer you. Yeah. They can help you. And like, they've seen the right and wrong way to do it. Right, so they right, can right, point right, you right. in that direction. But if you were sitting there saying like, okay, yeah. someone's putting a gun to your head, right? So to speak, then, and you need to make a decision and you need to change this outcome, whether it's, you could exercise. do it on your own. Yeah. You're damn right. All you right. Can do it <clears throat> quickly. All right. It's, it's similar to personal trainer. Yes. I've always thought that dog training. No, that's a good point, but just maybe just do it. But just, what about, if, what, what about if the, I, I go to a gym, but I don't need a gym. I'm just kind of lazy. Mm -hmm. And I just don't, I want someone to tell me and make me work for an hour rather than me go in my garage and work for an hour. I don't need the gym. Here's where, I truly don't. And I pay money for it. But I here, don't need here's it. Here's where it gets tough though. It's like, you know, Jocko Willink, right? Um, yeah. He's pretty, you know pretty, more about this than me. You read David Goggins. Yeah, I don't. But all these guys, but, but the issue I have with like more with Jocko and I think he's awesome, but like an issue I have with Jocko is like his book is cool but it's also like you need discipline, like exercise discipline. But it's sometimes it's like, yeah, I'm trying to exercise the discipline. But I have like, no discipline. I don't have the discipline. <laughs> okay, well, you need to build it. It's like, okay, well, how do I build it? No, so a lot of it yeah. becomes into like, how do you build it? And that's where I think a lot of your, your yeah. dog training clients or everyone else has trouble is you're showing, but you what you can show them is that intensity that we talked about at the beginning. That if your dog tries to bite you or yeah. tries to do something and you put the fear of God in them and you're like, Hey, do not do that again. Right. And you get crazy with the dog. Then it goes, Oh wow. This guy doesn't play around. And they see you do it. They go, Oh, yeah. I thought I was at a two. I needed to be at a nine. That's right. And I've always said that I'm like, my first job is get the, the attitude first. And then the, the, I'll show you what to do second, but you got to get the attitude first. Like I got to get you up to that point. So in a way, like, I want you to be to that point. Then I can help you or help them like with the skills and okay, we're going to grab the collar and do a little butt touch here. And the dog's going to flip and then they're going to flip back to the guy they're trying to jump on. And then they're going to 
do the butt touch again where the dog flips and it's like it's a really magical thing and they don't i get they don't know that but you got to be ready to have your dog be a little sad for a minute yeah. and i don't know if you're ready for that hey will you bring up burt kreischer he's where dogo, are in the audio are we dogo argentino guy are we listening to the audio or not? Yeah, but we listened to the audio on this. It wasn't. Yeah, but loud. he's not going to flag us for copyright. Neither will this Burt Kreischer Dogo Argentino breeder. I All don't right. think. I mean, why would they? Oh, or no, we do have to listen to the audio. And this is a popular clip. You think they're going to flag us? Wouldn't put it past so them. This, that's no, it's that. Oh, is it Burt? It is Bert. Joe Rogan. No, it's Rogan. No, he was on Rogan. No, but there's the up. actual guy who says this. Tripen Rogan. It's the actual dog trainer guy who says it. So it's not Bert telling Rogan. It's. Let me just type in Rogan, Doug Argentina. Okay, we'll listen to that. But, bro, hang with us. Stand by, folks. This is going to be so loud. Is this it? That's four minutes. We can't watch yeah. that. This is about the sleeping in the bed. Dogo with the sleeping in the bed. Type in. Can you summarize it for us? Okay, I'm going to summarize it. Dog. Dogo Argentino guy talking to a podcaster. I think it was Rogan. Maybe Kreischer. Big, big, tough guy. He goes, I was in the woods. My Dogo Argentino got a hold of a plastic bag. He said, I went up to him. My guess is the dog was around a year, year and a half. That would be my guess. I went up to him and I grabbed the plastic bag out of his mouth and I said, drop it. And that guy, he goes, that dogo looked at me and he said, and he looked at him and he bared his teeth at the guy, the owner. And, and the, the guy goes, this was the moment we were going to, someone was going to win and someone was going to lose. So he took his hand and he goes, do it, do it. And he put his, he put his while probably holding the bag, you put his hand right up against the dogo's mouth and he put it there and he said, do it, do it. And the guy kept growling at him and kept growling at him. And then the guy finally submitted. He got the paper bag and maybe he had to do that again. And maybe he didn't, but there are these moments with these, do with some dogs, right? You want to keep them intact. You want to get a Borble. You want to get a Connie Corso. There are these moments that you have to do this or you will lose you risk your for health. the next 10 years. And it's scary, but there are some dogs you have to, that's when in these videos where I go, some of these trainers, you, if you don't work with these dogs, you don't understand this concept. This concept doesn't even make sense. You have to work with those dogs at a year. You got to keep them intact and you are going to occasionally have this moment. We've talked about it, going mm. to the floor, going to the wall, whatever. The yeah. We talked about it in a different podcast. So, I, so, I guess you have to make a decision, right? Yeah, and it's scary. Do you are you okay for him to bite your hand? I mean, you you got to be you willing. Hope it doesn't happen. You have to be willing because that's that's a lot of the stuff. It's like a game of chicken, right? He's looking for it. The yeah. dog's going. The, are you gonna Are you gonna back down? The issue. Oh, they don't think like that. No, they do think like that. That's all they think about sometimes. Yeah, the issue you're gonna or that you're probably running into is like, um, you know of dogs that won't back down. Yeah, like there are dogs. <clears throat> that are and we won't say that they're pit bulls but they could be anything could but be where anything. they literally will say like you know i'm not backing down i will back down to nothing right and then it's like oh you bite my hand it's like okay i'll bite your hand right so like you you got to use your brain too i mean they you, generally won't though but you have to be willing to, but, to, to 
to to go that far. To your point though, right? This isn't or necessarily a, a purebred Kane. It could be a rescue or oh, something like that. Then a, you got to start reevaluating whether you want to do it. But hey, at the end of the day, if you want to prove your alpha, because there's like, we talk about this with the lions and stuff like that. Like, look at a lion. Like he is an alpha. Like he won't say no, but he also got his eye ripped out. So like, it's okay to be alpha, but just know sometimes alphas get their eyeball ripped out. Oh, they die. Yeah, they die. So don't, you know, yeah. don't complain about your eye getting ripped out or getting bit on the face. Yeah. If you don't want the smoke, you don't want the smoke. Yeah. So like, that's it's why dangerous. I think it gets back to the point of like, but I think it actually goes against what, um, uh, what is it? What's his name? Jason Corey. Jason Corey. And I'm not trying to start a flame war or anything like that. I'm just saying. No, don't. Like, you know, I, I like them. I like that they watch the stuff and I like that they're tagging the channel and all that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, maybe maybe a lot of people have absolutely no business owning a Conde Corso. Maybe 60 to 70% of the population have no business owning a Conde Corso. I would say 60 to 70% of the people probably don't have any business owning a, a dog. Yeah. Let alone, right. let alone a 130 pound dog that is the toughest badass what did you call it warrior dog on your last video I, yeah i'm sorry was, to bring up uh, dog training but yeah that was for effect a little bit but yeah but remember um garrett talked about that in the podcast i know that's where i got it from yeah no that was good but you know what i'm saying i just think you do see people that you're like this person probably should not have had a dog this was a mistake to buy this dog you know yeah maybe i think she it's the women part of things she didn't like yeah i think it was the, the Listen, calling here's asking the, here's a, the, an asian woman could do yeah it. yeah here's the thing issue. here's the thing yeah. It's not about men and women. It's about deep voices and broad shoulders. But it isn't just about that though, because and if, height. If Liz can handle this, then there it isn't a female no. male thing. But there's also the level of the intensity, right? That if someone's willing, if they understand dogs and how to train dogs and how to train animals, and they're willing to turn that on into be no nonsense. Because I've read this in the comments with a lot of people, they have tough. Yeah, dog, but it's easier it's, with a deep voice, broad shoulders, and height. Yeah, I mean it's easier to be. I'll Shaquille have a wife, you know. I'll, I'll have a wife and husband, and it's tough situation. And I'm like, he's he's got to do it first. He's got to set the tone. Then you then you come later because it's me. It's really hard thing we're trying to do here, guys. The guy with the deep voice who's six three is going to start it, N not the uh, how five six. What if you were a female? With a high voice. Let's do a thought experiment. Then it'd be... It would what be, if you were a female? Then it would be easier than it... Then it would be harder than it is for someone with but a deep... But could you do it? A deep voice, a broad shoulders, and the height. But could oh, you do it? Of course. So, I mean, it's a, so it's that, a binary choice. It's not, it's not a... No, but it's easier. Yeah. This is not but debatable. It's easy, like I was saying, it's this easier, is not it's easier to be Shaq than it is to be... Uh, George Why Costanza. are you arguing with me about this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's still just a level of grades. Like, yes. Yeah. If you're seven foot, 300 pounds, that with a dog, that Dogo Argentito is going to look at you like, whoa. I know. Versus like George Costanza, he's going to go, hey. You that's know? all I'm saying. So his thick wallet, and he's going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. What do you mean? Am I arguing you with you? Is that yeah. What that's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Am I like amuse you? <laughs> do I amuse you? I actually Am saw this clown speaking of like uh TikTok, I did see the breakdown of that from like Scorsese. Wait. Did you see that? It was like that scene. Yeah. And it was Scorsese breaking it down. They were talking I about how they, they reiterated, they talked about the whole thing. And then I was like, I'm canceling TikTok. This is horrible. And then I see that scene from Goodfellas and I'm like, 
It's a great video I just oh, watched. Man. And then I'm like, you wrote me back in. Okay. So we had a comment and it says, because I talked about the the scene in Game of Thrones with the Connick Horses and Dogo Argentinos against the Bolton boy, Ramsey Bolton. And I said it was maybe the best scene in TV history. Remember? That was the last pretty week. badass, yeah. Okay. And I said I said it was, but you know, it's one of them. Can we say that the that the um, do I amuse you? Am I a clown scene from Goodfellas is one of the best scenes in movie history. Would you know why it's one of the best scenes? So that actually happened to Joe Pesci. They talk about it. Oh, in really? The thing. Oh. So I think a gangster kind of guy was talking to Joe Pesci so and did it to him. Yeah. And then was like, and so then when Scorsese heard about it, he was like, we got to put this in the movie somehow. Yeah. So then they started brainstorming and they were, and the, the whole point of it was like, well, you know, Scorsese just lets them improvise. And they're like, that's not the case at all. It's just that he listens to people's opinions and then he will rewrite the script if he thinks he can make it better. Yeah. So that's what he did. But it was funny and it's so great. And I, I love it because when he when he's just sitting there like grilling um, Henry Hill or whatever it is yeah. or Ray Liotta about it. Yeah. And then he just he just like like what? And then and then he just goes, I got gotcha. you. Like, no, it's so it's so good. And then they're all laughing and it's just like, you know. It's just such a great thing that like to be able to, but it's from life, right? Like, yeah. They, How about the scene when they, when they, they kill the guy, they go to Pesci's mom's house and she brings out that painting of, uh, that she, that she painted and they're like, Oh look, the dog's going one way and the guy's going the other way. Pesci yeah. says that, uh, Oh, that guy looks like someone we know. That's a good scene. Yeah. Well, isn't he like borrowing a shovel and stuff? Like oh yeah. That? He's borrowing a shovel. That's it's his real mime. mom. That's Pesci's mom. Was it really? Or, or, or Scorsese's mom. I think it's Pesci's mom. His real mom. Have you ever seen Goodwill hunting? Yeah. I saw it like two months ago what do you with think my of kids. It? I think it's good. Except you hear the Louis CK skit when he goes, he wrote that movie. Oh, he's just this super smart guy. And oh yeah, he fights. And it's like, his problem with it, have you seen that? No. His, his problem with uh, Matt Damon That's is fake. that he wrote, he like wrote the coolest guy in the world yeah. for himself. No, you can't really blame okay. him for that. Yeah. Um, but that part in, but you love that movie, right? That's yeah, a great it's a great movie. movie so the part, part with, I was thinking about it is because of the painting, right? Um, Where he shows that painting of the storm. It's like the storm yes, and it's like rough and like, um, and then good. he's basically like challenging and like trying to hurt um, Robert Williams, right? Yeah, Robert Williams. Trying Will to or Robin Williams emotionally rather. hurt him. Yeah, and he's trying to emotionally hurt him, and then yeah. he like keeps trolling Robin Williams yep, and yep. Robin Williams grab him by the throat, and he's uh, like, "I will end you." Top one hundred. And then I feel like Matt Damon like got respect for him after that. Like, bro, this you goes brought full this circle. Thing full circle that goes full circle. You're absolutely right. That's crazy. That's crazy. That crazy. So Robin Williams physically and emotionally and mentally challenged him one up him and that's what it took for that strong-willed hurting child child to eventually submit to a to a man who will who will who physically showed him that 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 he's powerful and he's strong and he's smart bro that's it's heavy man it's and heavy. the thing is is like you're absolutely right did you mean to did you you just I'm came up with that. No, but I'm thinking about. No, you're right. You, that's the moment that turns. But if you think of, yeah, then he, then he becomes. That's the, the Dogard. Well, he's also the from the, they're from the streets. They're supposedly. both from Southie. So yeah, yeah, you get Matt Damon, who's his character is like, he does what he wants and he thinks everyone's a joke. Yeah. And then he's like, 
this guy's like, Hey, I'll, yeah. I'll choke you. Like, I'm fine with that. Yes. And then, then he's like, Oh, this guy, this guy will fight me in the street. Like yeah. he's not to be, he's not, I like to put everyone in this like weak category. Yeah. And then I'm in the strong category. Yeah. And then Robin Williams is like, no, I'm in the strong character too. I'll take it as far as you want to go. That's right. And then he's like, okay, this guy's legit. This guy's yep. one of us. Yep. You be, you be, you be Robin Williams to your dog. Yeah. I mean, be, and the thing is, is, and there are Matt Damon dogs out there. And Robin Williams is trying to be a good guy. He try. he lets things he go. Was, he was, until he cool. can't let it go anymore. You know, I love when he says, uh, we just found know, the perfect those, analogy those cig cigarettes for this would podcast. Be healthier for you if you stuck them up your ass. <laughs> that one. No, that's a great, that is a great movie, but like, there, yeah, it's yeah, it's top hundred for sure. I yeah, I'd say top fifty maybe. Even. Well, I was going it's off that fun. scene. Yeah, you acted like it was in the ballpark of Pesci, and that scene is that's a stretch out, but it was it was all based on the painting. I know, right? I that's know. that's the way my mind. We works. could we could just go through movie scenes. Awesome, mo okay, I mean, like Godfather. We can go through some of it those. Goes, it goes dog. It goes um, dog training, animals. We haven't done animals movies. I know. Well, we did talk about the um, osprey or whatever. Yeah, for a minute. Yeah, I saw people two dogs killing a deer, and the lady's freaking out, and he's they're like annihilating this deer, and the lady's like, "Oh my god, I had no idea!" And the guy's like, "Look at your dogs; they're freaking killing a deer," it's, and it's it's hard to watch. I don't like when dogs kill wild animals when it's not like pigging or whatever. You got to get rid of pigs. I guess it's okay. I don't like when dogs, domestic dogs are killing wild animals. I think it's, I like, don't like unnatural things. I think it's different when they're actually like trained to do that. That's what I'm saying. But like, if it's just like some random guy's dog gets out and well, kills a deer, you're like, damn. Happens all, the, 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 the senator's daughter killed a seal in Hawaii. I talked about it last week. Yeah. Freaking killed a seal. Super smart. The dog killed the animal. seal, not the daughter. Dog killed the seal. Yeah. Yeah. Just and she's me. like, well, you had no idea my dog's capable of this. Well, now you know. And you better be careful. Um, I mean, I think my major issue is just that like, and it's something, I mean, I mean, you think about even the Osprey and the Raven. It was a Raven or a Crow. I thought it was a Crow, but they said I it's a, a Raven. It's, it's a, it's in another country. I've never even seen a Raven with a bee. Ravens are big. I know. I always joke with, um, it's a Raven. I always joke with my wife. Cause I'll be or like, a... yeah, you know, Raven crow. It's the same thing. She's like, it's not the same. How thing. does your wife know? And then I go, I go, She's no, smart. they're the same thing. And then she goes, you've never, and seen then I go, oh, there'd be crows out there. I go, look, it's a Raven. And she goes, that's not a Raven. Yeah. She's right. Your wife's smart. Yeah, she knows. About Most people don't know animals. that ravens are big and they have really big beaks. Crows yeah. beaks are that ravens are that. But I think, and I don't want to be like crazy. Like you should be really careful because you're going to get hurt and all this other type of stuff. But just in general, like when you see that Raven go after those Osprey, like you realize, like, like you said, there's no one going to be here to protect you potentially. Right. And like, people whether it's animals could be animals could be people could do potentially really bad things and that you have to at least know this in your mind that this is a possibility not that it's likely but that it's not a hundred percent guaranteed so then yeah. you know act accordingly basically yeah is what i'm thinking you yeah. know so that i mean that's what i was thinking comments comments how much time do we have left i've got to meet somebody pretty soon 10 minutes okay that's all we got all right, I've got a zillion of them, so we can't go through them all. All right. If I got killed, by, this is all comments from last podcast. If I got killed in the, if I got killed by a bear in the woods, it would indeed be a bad bear. You said, would it be a bad bear if you got killed by a bear in the woods? This person says, says yes, yes. Okay. which I get. Uh, I would think that's a bad bear too. 
I would like to argue that the Akita has the muscles. They are just hidden by the fluff. And I would like to argue that too. You are, you are biased against dogs with long hair because you don't think they're buff, but they're buff under the hair. And you were a big proponent of all the buff dogs last week. And she's saying they're buff under the hair. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Joel at 17 minutes asked the definitive question, what do we do about it? Is he correct? This podcast will at best put a small dent in the problem of unprepared dog owners. The pet industry, this is off grid dogs. The pet industrial complex makes 70 billion a year selling the lie of convenience from flea intake medication to neutering and psychotropic drugs from kibble to board and trains to force free to shot collars, big dog food to corporate, big dog food to corporate veterinary to big retail rescue pet owners are misled what a dog is so such a good comment though yeah that comment i read that i think i called you i think you called me and you didn't know what comment it was and then i called you later and i read the comment and then i was like that is the pet industrial complex yeah we we simplified i simplified it last week and sort of talked in generalities at sometimes and off-grid dogs put it pretty well in that and he's right he's, he's not wrong my 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 thought on that is that we don't want to be the it's not just the podcast the channel we don't want to be the podcast that's contributing to this like pet industrial complex like no. give people the tools they need like don't sit there and sell them a bunch of crap all the time like if you're going to sell them something sell them something decent like a, a shirt maybe for instance like if christmas is coming <laughs> yeah yeah i was going to start this podcast talking about medications that was going to be my intro talk um um medications and hmm. and the problems with them and then it just got booted maybe to next week but it's a problem we i this think we should take thing that of of giving dogs these medications is a giant problem we should talk about that pet industrial complex thing further like next episode like right. later on in the episode that's <clears throat> you could t- i could talk for four hours about the issues with that joel and eric need to take a personality test and share the results because curiosity okay then he says currently lost in a rabbit hole of we like we are mm-hmm. currently lost in a rabbit hole of Jungian analytical psychology. I've heard of Carl Jung, Carl Jung, yeah, but I didn't know what Jungian analytical psychology is. It's like broad kind of. It's something to do with broad. Do you know? No, uh, I'm not an expert on this stuff. I just Carl Jung is awesome. I actually read one of his books, and uh, that guy is was amazing. But there was basically like he Jung was acting and, like we were being Jungian. Young and well, there's like Jung versus Freud. Like Freud thought. You know, I like Freud. Well, he like thinks everything is like sex based from what I understand, but I think Freud's right. The more, the more I dug into what Jung was saying, I was like, Jung is like the diamond in the rough. And like Freud was a bit of the like popular, like pseudo science. They're trying to like make Freud like, oh, that's not true. It's freaking true. Like the ego and the id and all that is like, some of that is true. Really? It's pretty true. dude. Jung was awesome though. Oh, but they're different. I'd say Young is better. Can they both be true? Also, Young was saying like, and I, I don't know this is from his book, but he was like, yeah, that guy's a bit of a bullshitter. Oh, really? Yeah, like, like, like he was, he he was all about like what he wanted to have like a crew, like like Freud and Freud was all about like a getting a crew of people to follow him, and and then like when I guess like Young didn't agree with what he was saying, then um he got all upset, like he had to go along with what Freud was saying, and he's like, I'm not going, I don't believe what you're saying, I think you're wrong. And then Freud got mad at him for that and wasn't talking to him or whatever. That's just what I read. I don't yeah. know if it's true. Interesting. What do I know? I haven't owned a dog in years, but Ollie, this is did the squid. Did the squid. I haven't owned a dog in years, but oddly enough, watching Joel's videos has had a positive impact on my human life. 
there have been a few occasions where I, where I've exercised self-discipline and held myself from poor decision-making by imagining the words, yeah, I know you want to do X. I don't care. I'm over it. A bit weird, a weird but it works. It works. Mm-hmm. And this podcast was heavily involved in just human behavior and, you yeah. know, make it society better and not about necessarily docs. What, what's one word you would use to uh, sum up this podcast? Not this one particularly, but just in general. Helpful. I was thinking like insanity, but I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's helpful in life. I think it's more helpful in like a, in like a spiritual, like fight club type of way. Like there's something wrong in the world. You can't do it in one word. We're putting it, we're putting our, we're putting our hand on like a larger issue going on in the world. I, yeah. Um, and then I did want to cover one comment. Oh, go ahead. You were going to say something no, that's amazing. A, that's fine. Um, I wasn't. I was thinking about the guy who was like, hey, the guy, who's the bloke to the left of Joel? And oh, then yeah. he's like, and he's like, why, who is he and that. why is he here? And I text you back. I was like, I was like, okay, it's podcast 31. Maybe if you, uh, you know, if you want to know who I am, don't start on podcast 31. But um, yeah, to answer your question, who's the bulk up? Go ahead. Oh yeah, the person who responds is even better. But um, the the answer to why am I there is because this is my house, bro. So that's why I'm here. I actually work here. I stay. Can here. I read the response? Yeah, because I fine. think it's funny. That guy basically says, "Who's the bloke on Joel's left?" You know, hey, you should say who he is at the beginning of the podcast. And Brandon's diaper. Where do the people come up with these names? It's a great name. Says that's Joel's pet monkey. He trained him in an early age it's to true. the point where. He can even speak English. He's so intelligent. He's taken on human features and characteristics. Joel's name. Joel named him Eric. This is true. How funny is that? That's it's like such response. a sarcastic response. And I don't mind the guy's question. People, some people got mad at him in the comments. Yeah, but I think. But I like. I I don't mind this question. Who's the guy to the Joel's left? But you could see He's how you could my be right, in your way. office, and then someone you're reading comments, and it's like, why are you here? I'm like, it's my office, dude. Where else would I be? I'm here all day long. You That's know a this. funny remark. That's a funny way to answer that. Which one? Both. You're, you're like, I'm here because this is my house. Like, I live that's here. not an answer. I live here. Yeah, but you're I could, in my house. <laughs> why would I not? How? Why am I in my own house? Like, I it could, sounds like one of these. I could do like it people breaking else. in where so they're if like, I did this somewhere else. You wouldn't be here. Uh, the my 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 uh, what do they call it? Attendance. My attendance might slide a bit. Oh, you know how busy it's been. Yeah, for you, it's been crazy. It's yeah. literally nonstop. So All right. I am here. Uh, it's like that. Um, do you ever watch? We got to go. Get Shorty. This is what we'll end on. No, this. I've never seen Get Shorty. You lying? Or it no? looks horrible. Oh, it's so good. He goes and. Uh, looks like a dumb movie. He goes, he goes, he's about to, he's got like his hand on, or he's got like a gun to this guy and he's holding a gun to him. And he, and the guy goes, uh, I think John Travolta like is all a gangster. And he goes, Hey, um, he goes, he goes, excuse me, bro, but who the F are you? And then, and then, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Travolta goes, I'm the one telling you the way it is. Mm. That's what I'm here for. Oh, but I'll tell you the way it is. I just tell the world the way it is. You like that scene. Oh, it's, you should watch get shorty 100%. Mm. It's so good. It's got Renee Russo, Danny DeVito, um, John Travolta, Gene Hackman, I believe. Um, uh, Delroy Lindo, I think his name is. It has Jason uh, or um, James Gandolfini, dude. Oh, really? 
Oh. It's good. Everyone, tell him in the comments. Convince him. And also, I watched uh, Sicario. Sicario. So I have to you. watch Get Shorty? Yeah, you watch Get Shorty. I actually have it here so I can give it to you. You can I'm report not, back to the podcast. I don't have a DVD player. Okay, go online and buy it. <laughs> You're going to give me a DVD. I'll, 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 uh, I'll Venmo you $7 for the rental. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it. I'll buy it. Okay. All right, that's it. That's all she wrote. All right, love you guys. All right, see you guys.